0: My name is Seth, aka Phantasma Plumes, and I'm coming to you pre recorded from the game room. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. If this is your first episode, hello and welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here. And if you're a returning listener, well, welcome back. I missed you. I'm not going to make the same joke as last time, but you know, I appreciate you coming back. I thought I was scared you away by two episodes. If you're here, I really do appreciate you. (laughs) But yo, before I really get started on today's topic, which is weaves and love, um, I just wanna I want to pat myself on the back real quick because your boy is feeling amazing. All right, I just did some tactical espionage type shit to get my girlfriend's last you know few presents. Which, by the way, Julia, honey bunny, darling, if you have not received your presents, because by the time this goes up. We should have already celebrated, you know, month anniversary and early valentines together. So, if you have not received your presents, please pause the recording. You will uh, have to wait, because I'm about to pop off about how your boy picked up this stuff while you were at work like a fucking spy, yo. Alright, so... If you have received it, I hope you enjoy it. You know, it was a lot of fun coming up with this gift package for you. But anyway, no, I want to pat myself on the back because my girlfriend works in a mall, right? And I had, like, we had walked around together. She saw this, like, Kirby backpack that she really liked, and I kept the mental note of it. So, fast forward to earlier tonight, and I make my way into the mall that she works at. I get it, and... Well, like, it was a whole little interaction, because there's two backpacks. So, one was, like, this copyability backpack that had all these different, you know, Kirby copy abilities, and then there was this other one that was, like, a cotton candy one that was stenciled. Now, I did a little bit of research, you boy. does a little bit of, you know, a little bit of thinking here and here. Uh, looking online to see if they even had it before I even, you know, landed the plane down to begin my mission. And, um... It said that, like, this cotton candy colored one with, like, stencils of Kirby on it was a box lunch exclusive. And they only had, like, a limited stock. I'm like, yo, if I find this, this is what I'm going to get. But I go in there, I see both of them, and I'm like, fuck. I know she likes this one, but I think she would like this other one just as much, if not more. Because it fits her, like, color aesthetic. And I'm like, hmm thinking emoji. And like, at one point I have both the backpacks in my hand and God bless this little worker that comes up to me. Like, and I will say this too, I am very talkative when I, you know, sense a good nature. You know, I know that doesn't really make a whole bunch of sense, but it's like, if I can tell you are bored and you want something like just to do, I will make you laugh. That is my goal in every conversation. If I can make you smile, you know, same thing with the podcast. If I can make you smile one time, Ayo, I'm doing good. So, I look at this girl, because she's like, Hi, can I help you find something? And I'm like, Ma'am, I'm an idiot. I need advice. I tell her that it's for Valentine's Day. I tell her that my girlfriend's a massive Kirby fan. I'm like, "If you were, If your boyfriend was giving you one of these, which would you prefer? And she's like, the cotton candy one, I'm like, hell yeah, that's what I'm thinking, so, I tagged, like, I get this, and pay for it, I get her something else, as I'm in there, too, because was something else, like, a Sailor Moon shirt that she liked, and I'm like, bet, bet, but, yo, when I say I was, like, walking around like a fucking spy, like, because, here's the thing, I knew she was working that day, But I didn't know what her break schedule is. And I knew that she sometimes liked to walk around. And, like, I was so scared that she would see me, like, scampering about with this bag that, like, would ruin the surprise. And I'm like, no. No. So, and, like, the worst part was, and I'm going to be completely transparent here. It is the 8th. Uh it's 844 p.m. I have not eaten dinner yet. Ayo, Taco Bell was smelling really yummy. You know, and I was just like, bruh, I kinda wanna I kinda wanna eat like a quesadilla. You know, and I look down at my fitness pal and I have like a thousand plus calories that I could go up to for today. And I'm just like, man, I could eat a quesadilla. That'd be a chicken quesadilla, and that'd be amazing. But then I'm sitting there and I'm like Wait, what does she comes in? What if she comes in during her break and she sees me there eating a chicken quesadilla? One, yo, first she catches me in the act, but then two, I didn't even text to offer a taco. I am dead. <laughs> no, I'm really not. She would probably just be ecstatic to see me. Hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I'm still kind of in a rush about it because, like, the entire time where I'm doing it, I had like that Metal Gear or that Metal Gear theme. It was like dun dun, sh- sh- dun dun, dun 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 <laughs> dun, just going through. I probably looked like such a fucking weirdo, but yo, I had so much fun planning this. This is my first Valentine's with somebody in like a hot minute, so I wanted it to be special. It's also our month anniversary coming up um so i'm kind of combining gifts and julia i hope you have enjoyed it i don't want to spoil all the surprises i don't want to make it seem like i'm like oh man i'm the best gift giver no i just really hope you've enjoyed your little surprise and i hope you enjoy this little shout out and thank you for being so amazing i hope you get the biggest use out of everything Anyway, with that said, hey guys, our topic today is weebs and love! <laughs> it is Valentine's Day coming up, my dudes. Yo, love is in the air. Honestly, I know how some of you feel about that saying. I'm sorry, but I have to say it. I saw so many hearts while I was walking around the mall, I'm like, and I was getting pumped, because I'm like... When I start coming up with topics, I come up with the topic usually the week before, and then I give myself like a couple of days to think of like ideas as to what to talk about. Especially if like I don't get a whole bunch from you guys. Like I pitch the idea, and if you guys seem receptive to it, it's like okay, cool. I will continue on with this unless somebody throws a curveball at me. Nobody threw a curveball at me this time. In fact, I was talking it over with one of my buddies, and he actually gave me uh, tonight's question. So. You know, I really was, like, going through, I'm like, okay, what kind of things do I want to talk about? Why, like, why me of all people? Because let me be entirely, f- like, straight up with you guys, too. I am no dating guru. I am an idiot. At the end of the day, you, if you guys have seen me on stream, twitch.tv slash Blooms, by the way, or you see me on Twitter, at Fantasma Blooms, by the way, um, <laughs> I'm a goofball at the end of the day. I still can't tell when people are flirting with me. Um, you know, thankfully, I don't have to worry about that. Well, my girlfriend flirts with me, and I just kind of sit there with, like, a goofy smile, like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> and she looks at me, and she's like, I was flirting. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but... I really just wanted to do this because, look, I wanted to empower some of you guys. I know, you know, some of you listening out there don't have anybody for Valentine's Day. Or maybe you have, like, a crush that you haven't gotten the confidence to speak to yet. Ayo, let your boy pump you up a little bit. Let me give you a little bit of advice, things that I've learned. Because here's the thing, too, is I was in the same position, you know, last year. I was in the same position the year before, and a lot of the stuff that guys will find about dating—and this is mainly targeted towards men, this um, part—but a lot of the stuff us guys will find about dating is like objectifying. It's toxic. Like you want to, you know, some people will be like, "Oh, you have to let like you have to let her know that you are interested early on, and you have to like force her on the date." You do not let her say no, you know, and it's just like, hey, yo, that's a really fucked up. And the problem is, is like some people see that and run with it. And it's, it's like, I hate that mindset of, you know, that subtle objectivity where it's just like, oh, well, this is just the way things are. This is how, you know, no, like this, this shit has changed so much over the past couple of years just like in these past couple of years alone, because of you know COVID, the rise of dating apps, just e, e- dating in general, long distance dating has become so much more common now because of the internet and social media and being able to meet so many different people. That like a lot of the trends that we grew up with, that we believe that we had to do, aren't relevant anymore. So yo, like let me let me give you the idiot's guide to finding love because. I just want y'all to be able to, you know, go out there and figure out, you know, a couple more things yourself. Because you don't need to be like this objectifying alpha male gamer to find the right person. And I hate that there's so much stuff out there that makes you feel that way. If you read it through or you just listen to some of this stuff. Like I've watched so many ads. It's just like I learned this one phrase that made women swoon for me. And And like it's a 30 minute ad. And this dude just talks about like you know how big his cock is. He doesn't. But it's just like you know oh man I developed this great strategy. And this is how I did it. And I used to be a loser like you. Loser, loser, loser. And just like, hey, yo, that doesn't help anybody. So, yo, let me give you the first plumes pearl of wisdom. This whole episode's basically going to be a bunch of plumes pearls of wisdom. This is stuff that, you know, I've learned that I feel like you guys could use. And obviously, if you want to send in questions and get some advice, feel free to do so. Send it to plumescast at gmail.com. I want to... You know, I want to be your friend in all this. I want to, you know, gas you up. I want you to, like, I want to be your wingman for a little bit from the podcast. You know, don't don't listen to me while you're at the bar. Like, oh, all right. Listen here, person. You're going to go up to them and you're going to say these things. And you're going to get laid. <laughs> no, dude, listen to this when you're feeling down. Listen to this when you need a little bit of a boost. And, Ao, you're going to be just fine. Like, let me just preference this whole thing. You're going to be just fine. If you are listening to this and you want to get better, you are already on the right step. If you're not sure where you want to be, hey, you got up, you started off the day, that's something too, dude. Be proud of that. And this also, even though I'm speaking this from a male perspective, this kind of goes for both, you know both parties, whoever you're interested in, um, whatever your preferences are, by all means, this is for universal love. So with that said, like, let's go ahead and get started. So as I said, this is kind of going to be a before you get into a relationship, when you're in the relationship, and then I'm going to give you guys some like heads up about my dating life because I want like at the end of this I want y'all to laugh I want y'all to be able to you know kind of relish in the embarrassment of others I'm not going to be talking I'm like I'm not going to name names specifically um unless they're like very prevalent to the story that you guys know about otherwise you know it's person a person b but anyway to really get like started into this look Here's the first thing I've learned about before I get, like, before you get into a relationship. And that's, you gotta figure yourself out, dude. Like, by all means, you don't have to have everything figured out. Toss out that mindset that, like, schools want to toss on you. Or, you know, by the time you graduate college, or by the the time you even get to college, you need to know what you want to do and be into it. No, dude. Like, your 18s to 20s. To thir- like low 30s, you are learning about yourself. You're putting yourself in different situations. You are developing. You are growing as a person. By no means should you have everything figured out. The people that say they do have everything figured out are probably lying to either themselves or to you. And look, you know, while you don't have to have everything figured out, at least have some like basic ground. Figure out what you want out of a relationship. Like, figure out, you know, your love style, for example. If you, like, if you sit down and you think about your friends, and you think about what you do to make them feel loved in your friend group, you know, as friends, is it the same as what you would do romantically? Think about it. Like, for me, my love language is time. I have been very busy growing up most of my life. Um, for a time I was working three jobs and working sysadmin, I unfortunately have to, you know, dedicate a lot of my time, both inside and outside of work to what, to my profession. And so when I get to spend time with people, I genuinely love it. Like, even if we're just sitting around doing, you know, nothing, We're watching, you know, anime. We're playing games. I adore it more than words can ever say because, Ao, that's part of my precious time. If I chose to give that to you, whether it's, excuse me, whether it's by friendship or by, you know, romance, that should mean something to you. Like, there was a time where I had to physically write down on a calendar, hang out with this person time to time because I had classes, I had three jobs, I was busy. And, you know, I, even though now that I'm a graduate, and I'm out working in the real world, and I have a much more calmer schedule, or much more calm schedule, I still schedule out time. And I still um, have that same value of my time, because I realize how quickly it can go. And I realize we don't know how much time we have on this earth. But, That's also, you know, my love language. Your love language could be acts of service uh, where somebody, you know, comes up and takes you out to lunch. Uh, It could be gift giving. It could be gift receiving. It could be any number of things. There's a whole, like, if you go online and type in love languages, you will find so many different bits and pieces. There's surveys out there. Figure that out first. You know, figure out the kind of love that you want to have. And figure out the kind of love that you can give. If you've never been in a relationship before and you're getting into it and it's brand new, be open to it. You know, be open to whatever feelings that you feel and learn the way that you love. Because from there, you can start building on your relationship. And this goes from, you know, even beyond just friends, or even beyond, you know, dating. This is friendships. This is work relationships. You figure out yourself and the way you communicate with others and what you appreciate and what you don't, and you can actually just build up every relationship you've ever had because you just understand yourself that much more. You know, And with that, on the same coin, you know, flip it around, figure out what you want out of a relationship. What kind of love language do you want back? Uh, You know, what kind of person should you date? Like, look, people can go and see, like, anybody on the side of the road, um, you know, walking on the sidewalk and be like, oh, they're cute. You know, he's cute. She's handsome. You know, so on and so forth. But you don't really know their personality, Do you want to date somebody for their looks? By all means, you can. No one's going to judge you for that. At least no one should. If that is what you prefer out of somebody, by all means, go for it. But know that about yourself. And then here's another thing too. As you go through relationships, you know, again, friendships, romantic, you know, love type relationships. Figure out the things that you like and what you don't. It's okay to eventually let friendships decline. It's okay to break up with, like, partners and say, hey, this just isn't working out for me. Because you are you have to allow yourself to grow in the relationship, too. You can't let yourself just come to a full, like, stop because of somebody else. You have to continue to allow yourself to be you. And here's, you know, another bit about before you get into a relationship. You need to be able... To define what you want for yourself overall. At the end. And this is going to sound real messed up. But you need to be somewhat selfish. I've seen a number of friends get into relationships. That they don't really get out of. Despite them being unhappy. Because you know this was like the only thing they ever knew. Alright. And they stop their own personal growth stilted it so that way they could be with somebody else that's kind of taking advantage of them. You need to be somewhat selfish in a relationship because you came into this world by yourself. Unfortunately, you're probably going to leave it out by yourself too. Don't allow anyone else, you know, before a relationship, in a relationship, after a relationship... To change you in a way that you don't want to change. You yourself need to be the number one priority. And let me just say this too as a way to gas you up. Listener, dear friend. You are worth every single moment, every single thought, every single you know second that you think about yourself, that you take care of yourself, that you reflect on yourself. You deserve every single moment of that. Because no one else is going to do it. Unfortunately, you're going to have people that love you in life, but nobody's going to understand you better than you. And you need to be able to read yourself and be able to say, okay, this makes me happy. This makes me sad. And you need to be able to communicate that. You know, before you get into a relationship, you need to be able to sit down with yourself and say, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm willing to give. This is what I'm wanting to receive. And balance it all out. If you feel like you're going to give, or if you feel like you're going to take more in a relationship because of your mental state, you know, your physical capacity, anything like that, you want somebody to take care of you and it's just not going to be a healthy relationship, then don't get into a relationship. Don't rush into things. Don't, you know, get into something because it's easy. Allow yourself... To build yourself up until you feel like, okay, if I get into a relationship now, uh, it's going to be equal, you know, or it's going to be 60-40, or it's going to be, you know, 40-60, but you're eventually going to work it back. You want it to be as close to equal as possible. Now, that said, don't be afraid to be expressive with your partner. You know, I can say this straight out, I'm very emotional, Unfortunately, I've gone through a lot of traumatic events in my life. Not to really go into it right now. But, which has left me more emotional than what most men are. And I talk to my partner about it. And I feel, like, I tell her straight out, like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, this isn't the manly thing to do. And she kind of has to bonk me and be like, well, you know what? Traditional masculinity is bullshit. And you know that. You need, like... As you figure yourself out and as you get ready to go into a relationship, you also kind of need to allow yourself to open up. You know, be able to have these a little bit harder conversations. Now, by no means on the first date, be like, well, let me tell you about all the trauma I went through. No. But as it comes up naturally in the relationship, be okay with eventually... Opening yourself up enough to talk about it. Because let me say this too. It feels a lot better when you can talk about like your own issues with somebody else that cares about you. If you don't have that person in your life already. You know, let that partner become another resource for you. If they truly want to see you succeed and they truly care about you, they'll listen. You know, they want you to get better because they want to see what you can do in the world. Hell, I want I want to see what you can do in the world. You know, I want to see the impact you make. And if it takes me sitting by and listening to, like, a conversation about, you know, something that's bothering you, then I'll do it. And I want, like, I want to do it. If it's something that, you know, from your past, then talk to me. Let me... You know, shoulder some of that burden so you can handle it better. So, and honestly, this is getting a little more into, like, the before you get into a relationship and when you're in the relationship. But, you know, ultimately, you need to be accepting. You need to also level your, you know, expectations a little bit. You know, you can't expect somebody to do X, Y, and Z for you off the bat. You know, you have to be able to say... This is what I'm willing to give. This is what I'm willing to, or this is what I want to receive. So again, if that power balance isn't there, spend just a little bit more time working on you. Figure out how to bring that back down. You know, you want to be able to help your partner in times of need. You want to be able to be there for them, you know, in whatever way that is. You know, obviously there are going to be ways, like certain ways that you can't. Financially is going to be one of the hard ones, especially in this current, you know, ecological climate, ecological, economical climate. But at the same time, you can still be there for them as a person. You can still be there for them as a friend. You can still be there for them as a lover. And accept that, you know, you and your partner are going to make mistakes. Figure out, you know, whether or not you're... Like, serious about this. If you're willing to fight for a relationship. Um, you know, I, and obviously I know I'm kind of rambling on this one too. But ultimately, you got to be able to be open to change. You know, experience new things together with your partner. Experience, you know, thing old things with your partner too. You might learn something about yourself. You might learn something about them. Don't limit yourself because you're nervous. Don't limit yourself because you're scared. You have to be... Like, you can live your entire life sheltered away. And if that's your prerogative, by all means, please continue to enjoy it. Here's your crown. But if you're letting something from your past, something, you know, from your present, stop you and limit you, then... Talk to your partner about it. Figure out, hey, yo, I want to get to this point. And if you don't have a partner yet, talk to your friends about it. Talk to somebody you trust. Talk to a therapist. And get to that point, Whatever, like, however means it takes, or whatever means it takes. Do it. Because you only got one shot on this earth. Now, you're going to meet, like, here's the thing, too. And this is, again, before and while you're in a relationship. People are going to come in and out of your life. You have to be able to kind of, you know, take it gracefully. Some people are, will come into your life, make the biggest difference, and unfortunately fade away. Do what's right to that memory of them and continue on in that memory and become stronger because of them. You know, learn the things that you liked from all that. Learn the things that you disliked. And you, what you'll find is, as like over time, you're going to become a better partner. You're going to become a better person, even if you don't really see it right now. You ultimately are going to find yourself. And that's either going to be completely with other people, or completely with the help of other people, or completely on your own. You're going to look back and be like, damn, I really grew up. And I want you to sit here for a second. Let's just take a moment, all right, and do that, like, exact activity right now. I want you to look back in your past. Just close your eyes. Think about the past X amount of years of your life. Look at what you came from. Look at what you're in. And look at where you're going. If you don't like where you're going, here's your wake-up call. If you have overcome hardships, which I'm sure all of you have listening in, whether they're big or small, relative to, you know, your own situation, they're all valid. And if you struggle with something that, you know, people don't really recognize, but you have overcome it, hey, here's that recognition you need. You did it. You overcame another mountain. And I'm proud of you. You became... Something a little better. And even if you're on like a downward spiral too. all right, Even if you feel like you're on a downward spiral. There's always the opportunity to pull yourself back up. And be the person you want to be. It's hard. I'm not going to lie and say it's easy. You're going to sit and you're going to have to stare at yourself in the mirror a couple of times. At least that's what I did. And that, you know, I used to wake up and tell myself... You know, hey, today I'm going to be happy. Today I want to be happy. Today I want to do better. And gradually you will get there. Speak what you want into the world. Now, having seen everything you've come through in the previous X amount of years, I want you to sit there and be proud of everything you've done. You've woken up every day to this point. Even if that doesn't seem like a big thing, you're here. That's the biggest gift life can give. You have friends. You have people that care about you. Whether or not you realize it or not right now, you do. And you have ample, ample opportunity to meet hundreds of thousands of new faces every day of your life going forward. So if you haven't found the right person yet, or you think that right person got away from you, buddy, there's so many more people out there. You know, here's the thing too, you know, in talking about all this, let yourself be open to, you know, what feels right. You're, you know, as stupid and as cliche as it is, Sometimes you're just going to know that, hey, you want to go talk to this person, you know, or, hey, this person is, you know, making, like, I noticed this person from across the room. Let yourself, you know, take the chance. Give it a shot. You never know where it's going to go. My current girlfriend, the reason me and her are dating Is because I had that aha moment. I saw her, you know, when I went to go see uh, one of my best friend's uh, girlfriends. Or partners. And they, you know, introduced me. After I'm like, hey, can you tell me about this person? And the rest is history. History. I just had a moment of, I want to talk to that person. Something about them seems unique, and I want to get to know them. And I am so grateful that I've taken the opportunity to do so. And look, it's not always going to work. Unfortunately, you know, as we grow up, people can grow apart. It's okay. You have to be open to that. You have to be willing to roll with the punches. It's kind of how life goes. And... If you are in a relationship like right now, and you don't feel comfortable in it, you don't feel respected, you don't feel loved, you feel like you've talked to your partner, and like, by all means, talk to them, communicate, be willing to have those tough conversations with each other. But if you don't feel like you are happy right now, then why are you continuing to sacrifice your happiness? It goes back to the whole, you gotta be a little bit selfish. Look, I realize this episode has gone, you know, all other, like, hundred different degrees. But let me, you know, cone it all in for a second, all right? Let me just funnel this all in, all these random thoughts, all these random tangents, into this. When you wake up in the morning, what do you need to be happy? Are you currently getting that? If you are not, how can you get there? If you don't know, what's a good starting step? If you don't know that, then continue to try and look. Don't ever give up on finding your happiness. Because you may find one day very soon that your happiness is, someone, is making someone else happy. Your happiness is someone else's happiness. Do not allow yourself to sacrifice yourself for somebody else that, you know, is taking more than they're recei- or giving. And allow yourself to be open to new opportunities and, you know, go out there. If you're not ready yet, that is completely fine. You will get there. Take the time you need. Everybody's different. And date around, you know. Obviously, obviously don't, you know, do anything stupid. You know, don't date around just to date around. But if you feel a connection with somebody and it doesn't work out, okay. You learned. It hurts, but you learned. Go on to the next person and you'll be better equipped. You figure out what you like. You figure out what you don't. But you will find your happiness. Of that, I'm certain. And I want you to get there. That said, you know, I... I absolutely have kind of ran this topic all around the place, so I kind of want to, you know, bring it back in and make y'all laugh a little bit, because this was definitely more of a serious type episode, but I want to talk to y'all about my dating life, alright? And this is, you know, before Current Girlfriend, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to bring up a bunch of exes, because that that's not really going to help anybody, but to make you kind of realize... That, hey, you're not alone in this. My best friend, Jaleel. Alright. There was one point where we went off on a... I don't want to call it cross-state tour. But that's kind of what it was back then. Because we we weren't really, you know, driving a whole bunch. I So, to set the stage, I got into a car accident. Like, the weekend before I was supposed to meet somebody that I was uh, dating for the first time. Like, it was a long-distance relationship. Um, and I dislocated my shoulder and I was not a hundred percent sure if I could drive, you know, they gave me pain pills that basically put me on my ass when I took them. All right. So I was like, okay, you know what? I am going to, you know, what? I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get Jalil. I'll be like, Hey man. Because we were living together at the time. I'm like, hey man, I'm going to go do this thing. I want you to be there just in case, one, something bad happens. But more realistically, I'm in too much pain to drive back. He agrees. We go over there. Long story short, the experience was god-awful. And on the way home, this man absolutely reamed the shit out of me. And, you know, it was well-deserved. Because, you know, it it was just a really bad experience in the sense that, you know, we kind of got into, an, like, me and my, at the time, girlfriend kind of got into an argument because, you know, I wanted her to come meet my friend and she wanted me to come meet her parents. And I was just like, Ayo, wait, what? <laughs> um, so, on the way back... After buying Jaleel a Fox Amiibo for his time, uh, Jaleel had basically, like, just reamed me the entire time getting back. And the next morning, I wake up, and Jaleel is sitting in my doorway. And he's like, alright, I got a new rule for you. I'm like, alright, what's up? In order for you to date, you need to get three girlfriends past me. Like, you need to get three separate girls approved by me... Before I trust you to date again. Because I had gone on a string of bad dates prior to. Like, and I... <laughs> I had done the bad roommate thing and I dragged Jaleel along. To me, it was hilarious. <laughs> he he has a much different perspective on it. And rightfully so. But... um, So he's just like, yo, you have to get three girls past me in a row... And if you can't do that, then, you know, you're stuck on this rule. I don't trust you to date on your own. So, and, like, the worst part was, is, like, if I was on number three and he didn't like her, I reset back to zero. So, ever since he set that rule up for me, I kind of, like, he, you know, he he didn't really approve... Of many girlfriends during that time He is approved to Julia And that's been you know He's been very vocal on that one He's like you know what You're number one (laughs) I hope you're the only one And I'm just like you know what I kind of hope that too (laughs) But It honestly is just like one of those things Where it's like you sit there And You kind of figure Like I figured out very quickly at that point Um, you know, my love style is time. The people that were giving me time, you know, at my self-esteem level, it was just like, oh yeah, no, this is great. I feel so happy. And then I find out, like, they weren't exactly the best people because, you know, I wasn't really looking past that. Something that I learned. Um, another thing that I learned is I love fast and I love hard. Um... If I feel safe around you, if I feel like I can trust you, I absolutely will put my faith in you. Um, And I learned that because I had a partner that cheated on me. Um, And I still held true to them while they were cheating on me for a couple of months. Because I wanted to, you know, I didn't realize it at first. But that's, you know... After the whole thing's over and I pick myself off the ground. And mind you, this is not like a we break up, I'm down on the ground for a day. No, this shit took a year. This shit took a whole year for me to like really get up and be okay with the concept of dating again. Um, And in that time I dated somebody else. And I thought I was okay and it turns out I wasn't. And I broke things off with them. And thankfully I'm still friends with that person. You know, we harass each other every now and again. But it was one of those things where it's like, I learned very quickly that if I'm not, you know, in a good headspace, I'm not going to be in a good headspace for anybody. And I learned that, okay, you know, I need to work on me before I'm ready to start dating somebody again. And that's, you know, kind of the whole thing that I'm trying to impart on you guys. It's like, look, you're going to have your ups and your downs. You know, but know when things are hurting you to the point where it's just like, this is not good for me. This is not good for my partner. And be able to say, hey, we need to take a break. We need to, you know, or we need to break things off. Because it's better to end things early in something that's hurting you than carry it on until more and more, you know, or it becomes more and more difficult. You know, you don't want to marry somebody that you're unhappy with. But, and, you know, both of those people, like I said, not get Julio's seal of approval, you know, so having the one with Julia just feels amazing right now. <laughs> um, but that said, like, here's, here's another, you know, experience of mine. So early on in my dating, you know, life, I figured out that I am extremely patient, you know. And that I can wait for my partner. Uh, My first real dating experience, my girlfriend at the time did not let me hold her hand for, like, a couple of months. Because she was just that nervous. Uh, The whole thing was brand new to her. But I could wait. You know, we didn't hold hands until, you know, four months in. Maybe a little bit longer. We didn't have our first kiss until, like, a year. And we dated for, like, two and a half years. So, you know, but it was just something else that I learned about myself. Now, I figured out real quick uh, at the end of that relationship that, unfortunately, I do have a martyr's personality. Um, I will, like, the reason why that relationship fell apart was because she thought I was, you know, cheating on her with her best friend. When that was so far from the truth. You know what ended up happening was. She, her best friend got herself in a bit of hot water. She wanted uh, somebody there to be with her. And it so happened to be on a date, uh, date night for my girlfriend and I. And ultimately I sided with her best friend. Because I looked at my girlfriend and I said. Look your friend needs us. If you want to fight this out. We can do this another time. But your friend needs us. I'm going to be there for your friend. And, like, you look back at it, and when the relationship ends, you know, and this is why I'm telling this story. When the relationship ended, it devastated me. I thought I was going to end up marrying that person, um, and it didn't happen like that. But at the same time, at the end of it, looking back at it, I'm really glad I didn't marry them because... I grew up so much more having had the experience of dating somebody and then going off after the fact and figuring out myself more because of the experiences that we had together and figuring out, okay, I'm an extremely patient person. I'm an extremely, you know, kind hearted person. I want to see my partners succeed. I know what, you know, what my, like, what kind of love languages I communicate best with. Like, acts of service is one of, like, I can easily do acts of service. I can easily do, you know, gifts. I can easily do time. Well, back then I could easily do time. But I figured out what my dominant love languages were. And then as I, you know, was flirting around with people, and it never really took off because we didn't, you know, match enough, I understood why. And I figured out, okay, there's more things that, I'm not interested in or I am interested in. And thankfully is all culminated into hopefully, you know, me being a better person at the end of the day. And I say all this too, you know, for everybody out there that's ever gone through a heartbreak, I hope if you haven't been able to see it now, if it still hurts to think about, um, that one day you can look back and see the things that you've learned from it. And be proud that you went through the experience. Be happy about the good memories. Keep those good memories close to your heart. But don't let the bad memories scare you off from the next big adventure. That said, um, you know, I I don't keep in contact with that ex anymore. Uh, I used to for a number of years. And unfortunately, you know, time just kind of... COVID was really the real pusher, but... It was just one of those things where we just kind of grew further and further apart. So it is what it is. And at the end of the day, I'm grateful for the experience. And if that person hears this podcast, I hope you realize that I am still thankful for the opportunity we had together. I'm thankful for the time that we were together. And I'm thankful you allowed me to continue to grow in my own way so that way I, have ma- or so that way I can make someone else happy. That said, this is actually a really good sequitur into tonight's question, which is, for someone that is mostly offline, how would you meet somebody in a digital-centric world? So I kind of touched about this earlier on, how dating has really changed on you know a, n- a number of fronts. Because of COVID, we have seen a radical normalization of dating apps. But because of that, we've also kind of seen a certain fickleness come about You know, everything. Um, And unfortunately, it's one of those things where you sit there and you kind of question, you know, what exactly, like, how would you meet somebody if you didn't use a dating app or if you didn't know somebody of somebody? And unfortunately, you know, I don't exactly have the end all to be all answer, but I do have the most true answer of all of it is, hey, those face-to-face greetings still happen. You just have to be open to seeing them. You know, put yourself in positions in situations where you might find somebody you're interested in. For example, if you're like me, who likes to read and work on computers, I will put myself in bookstores, in, you know, computer stores, and just, you know, if I see somebody that I want to talk to, maybe I'll go, you know, walk up and strike up a conversation. It takes a bit of confidence. You will, you know, so there are going to be people that look at you funny and just, like, say, you know, nothing. And then you just walk away from it. You know, don't be a creep about it and be like, hey, I'm trying to talk to you. No. But if you see somebody in a place that you think you would already have a common interest in... Then by all means, take the first step and at least say, hey, you know, uh, strike up, I, I don't know, dude, like strike up a conversation about, you know, the place that you're at or something that you can, you know, make a comment about, you know, and as embarrassing as it is, don't be afraid to be a little bit dorky, like don't be afraid to be a little bit endearing Don't be afraid to, you know, look like a fool. Because some people really appreciate that. That you took the time to take the first step to go over and approach them. The thing that worked for me was I texted my now girlfriend, Hey, this looks like the place, or I'm looking for a line, or no, what was it? Um, Hey, I heard you were looking for somebody to send memes to at 3am. Is this the line where I apply? Like, that was my first text message to to her. She didn't know who I was, what I sounded like. She barely knew what I looked like off of Instagram. And, you know, but she ran with it. Sometimes the stupidest little joke is enough to spark a conversation. And then, you know, if you're enjoying the conversation with somebody, hit them with the good old, listen, you know, I gotta go, but can I, you know, can I get your number? It doesn't always work. It's not, like I said, it's not the end-all be-all. But if you find yourself, like, you're out in a place... Like, be out in places where you're wanting to find... Or where you find somebody that has a common interest. And if you strike up a conversation, if you happen to, you know, get that conversation going, you're both laughing, having a good time, ask them for the number. And then, you know, text them for a couple of days. If it goes well then, hey, be like, listen, you know, can I take you out for coffee? And, like, here's, you know, my dating advice as, like, you know, trying to talk as a friend here um, instead of generic podcaster number 5073. When you go on these dates, all right, this is something that I've always done that's worked for me, is start with a coffee date, all right? Start with something small. Don't take them out to dinner, first thing. And if you do, by all means, don't pay for it. <laughs> you know, it. you can pay for some of it, but don't, you know, don't always do the chivalrous thing of, like, offering to pay all the time. You know, it's, it's complicated. Like, straight out, some people are like, oh, if you don't pay, then they ain't worth your time. Like, no, that's stupid. But... Do it in a way that feels non-committal. You know, something that's easy. Bubble tea, coffee, uh, meet up in a park. I don't know. And just have a conversation. Talk with them. Get to know them face-to-face. If you're having fun and you're laughing, at that point you can say, Hey, can I take you out to dinner? At that point you can pay. Or, hey, I know this great bowling place nearby. Or, hey, there's a karaoke bar nearby. You know, and then go over there. If they don't want to go, you know, f- uh, straight from the coffee date, that's chill. By all means, be like, okay, I understand. And then you know, when you get home or before you leave, try and secure the second date and be like, hey, you know, I had a lot of fun with you. Can we go do this? Or, and if they say no, under be like, okay your loss. <laughs> don't, don't say that. But, you know, just be like, okay, I have fun. And then figure out, hey, what did I like about that person? What attracted me to that person? And then, you know, figure out, okay, well, you know, was there anything I didn't like about that person? For me, I don't like anyone that smokes. Um, I grew up in a family of smokers. I, and I, you know, it's somewhat hypocritical because once every very blue moon, like very blue moon eclipse, I'll light up a cigar. Um, I haven't had one since 2016, but it was something my dad and I used to do. And I figured out, you know, seeing what tobacco does to a family, I figured out, okay, I don't want to be with somebody that smokes. I don't want to be with somebody that does drugs. But if I was out on a first date with somebody and they smoked, I would gently pump the brakes. Um, and that's the thing, too, is, like, don't be afraid. Like, if you go out on the first date with somebody and you something doesn't feel right, listen to your gut. By all means, listen to your gut and say, okay, I understand or something about this doesn't feel right. Don't tell them that straight up, but be but be polite, be civil, be like, hey, listen, I had a wonderful time on our date, um, unfortunately I'm not, you know, feeling the same, or I'm not feeling, you know, the same way about you, or I'd li- rather we just be friends. Because that's the thing too, guys, it's like, don't engage whatever party you're interested in only with relationships in mind. If you can, start as friends those are the best relationships spend a couple of like my rule you know and this kind of goes against Jaleel's well kind of goes in tandem with Jaleel's three girlfriend rule I do the three date rule where generally if I go if I'm meeting somebody for the first time and we go out on date one and date one goes well and date two goes well by like date three I know how I feel about somebody And I give myself that much amount of time to figure out whether or not, oh, I have an infatuation or actually I'm, like, really kind of interested about this person or, hey, I feel you more as a friend. You know, give yourself that time to, like, you know, don't psychoanalyze people, but give yourself that time to figure out how you really feel about somebody. And then once you figure it out, if the feelings are the same, go with it. Go have fun. Discover love in your own way. You know, everybody's, you know, everybody wants this, like, textbook romance story where it's just like, ah, I woke up to my Prince Charming, and it's so good, and I feel so in love. And it's like, unfortunately, not everybody's going to have that. Not a lot of people get to have that high school love romance that continues on through college, and that's okay, You know, love has changed a lot during the years. And the way that we all share and experience love is completely unique. And that's awesome. That means, you know, no two relationships are going to be exactly the same. And be proud about that. You know, and that also kind of all ties back to, you know, don't, don't judge other people based on other people. You know, if you found something that you really liked in somebody else and... You know, the new person isn't hitting that. Don't be like, well, my ex used to do this, my ex used to do that. No, you sound so clingy, you know, but don't, don't subject somebody else to that. You know, it'd be better to find somebody else entirely if you, or you don't even work on yourself to get over your ex to that degree. But that said, this is kind of getting off topic of, you know, the question if you are really trying to stay offline, by all means, you need to start putting yourself in situations where you can meet the people that you're interested in. Um, if you're not wanting to do dating apps, which I completely get because they are kind of fickle. They do kind of promote this, uh, you know, I don't want to say quick romance, but it's kind of what it is, where or instant romance, but... They or, Sorry, my brain just kind of shut off for a second there. They do kind of promote this instant romance. And if you're not about that, which a lot of people aren't, then, you know, by all means, don't use them. But figure out other ways to, you know, find similar-minded people. You know, maybe go on Facebook and or Meta, whatever they w- want to call it now, and find yourself, you know, a hiking group in the area. If hiking's your, you know, go-to. Or fishing. Um, maybe go out and I think there's a couple of different websites like meetups, I think is one where you can put in, Hey, this is what I'm going to go do and go meet people. You know, like I said, unfortunately, you know, if you don't want to use the digital route and you don't exactly have friend, like and it's same for if you move to a new area, you know, and you're just trying to make platonic friends, this, um, the setup is the same. You need to go to places that you think would have the people that you're interested in. And if you go there and you find out, hey, this place ain't for me, okay, pick up and go. You learned something. It ain't wasted time. You figured out something you didn't like. Good for you. Be proud of that. But it's one of those things where you kind of got to experiment. You got to be open to you know, new experiences, new adventures. Don't limit yourself off. And ultimately just have fun with it. You know, romance is one of the most beautiful things in the world. When you find that right person. Or when everything just feels right. And you're going to have problems. You know, it's not always going to be the most amazing thing. But you're always going to recover if you have the right mindset. And I believe that everybody, you know, not because you're just listening to my podcast... But I believe that everybody listening to this can find that happiness, and I hope that you find that happiness because you deserve it. everybody does, but anyway, I've been rambling now for over an hour. I actually you know my rule or my rule of being a one uh one take show like a twitch stream, unfortunately, I kind of had to break it because I was like, oh yeah, no, uh I Accidentally left the sound on, and I got to hear the outro. So I have once again surpassed my limits, and have talked about love for a little too long, I believe. But that said, um, just as a FYI, uh, next pro or next week, we'll probably be talking about the wonderful world of education, talking about school, figuring out things like what did I learn in school, what kind of things you know helped me out. Especially as, you know, some of y'all are getting close to that new year of school. Or, hey, maybe you're wanting to go to school and you don't know what to start with. Let me give you a little bit of, you know, positive reinforcement. Now, mind you, that may completely change because I have recorded this now easily two streams in advance. Uh, So, people might come up and be like, hey, Seth, I want you to talk about this on the next Bloomscast. And I'll be like, alright, sure, yeah, why not? (laughs) But, anyway, guys seriously thank you all so much for listening in if you guys want to reach out to me at the show feel free to do so by going to at phantasma plumes on twitter sending me an email to plumescast which is p-l-u yeah no p-l-u-m-e-s-c-a-s-t at gmail.com that again is plumescast p-l-u-m-e-s-c-a-s-t at gmail.com send me your questions comments concerns You know, requests for pearls of wisdom. I'll gladly do another full hour section on, you know, overcoming your fears or whatever else you guys want me to talk about. The whole point of this whole podcast is for me to have these conversations and just vibe out and talk into a microphone and maybe have some other people out here to, you know, have fun. But that said, that is for another time. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. If you guys have somebody special for valentine's day coming up you know i hope you're able to spend it with them and enjoy every second i hope you guys have something fun planned and hey if you're not dating somebody now yo go get yourself like go get yourself some sweets the day after is like half off for candy yo singles appreciation day 2022 it's coming around the corner man but (laughs) that said guys Thank you all so much for listening in, and as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Until next time, everyone, I'll catch you later!